0: Welcome to the latest episode of the Diversity in Fellowship podcast. We have been missing in action for a little bit. Um, yes. uh, William's son, Isaiah, had a spinal surgery. Yes. And we thank the Lord that he is doing well. And Amen. kind of back on the mend. I think William and his wife are finally getting some sleep. Hopefully. Well,
1: let's not go. Let's not get crazy. <laughs> I like to get you too know. crazy get too with too that crazy. yet. Uh, <laughs> Well, no, we're doing yeah, good, yes.
0: Let's uh, pray that they get some sleep soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. we started this season, we started out with uh, a series, the kind of the What About series. Yes, And, and it dealt with some of the uh, kind of arguments that people give against the idea of racism and kind of the history of racism in the United States. And so we wanted to continue that today, and we're going to, asked the question, what about corrupt black officers? And what this really is, it's a, uh, generally talking about that, but specifically it's a kind of a cold take on the Tyree Nichols case Mm -hmm. uh, with the Memphis Police Department. Um, If you uh, haven't heard about that, um, back in January, on January 7th, Tyree Nichols was pulled over by the police officers. Still don't really know. Um, why he was pulled over but it immediately escalated and it ended with um, his life being taken at the hands of the police officers Um, but the unique part of this case was that the five officers were all black Um, Mm -hmm. since then those officers have been fired they have been charged with second-degree murder there were emts who were actually fired and because they did not intervene to save his life. Um, mm. uh, I think the fire department, even some, some individuals were that were under probes and, mm. and things of that nature. But the, the difference being that these individuals were African American. And mm. what people took away from this is that this is actually evidence right. that Brief. there is no racism mm-hmm. with the police um because you have black officers who are actually responsible for killing a black individual so how can there be right. racism when you are dealing with black officers right um so brother william yes the question is is this the right conclusion to be drawn in this situation
1: yeah i mean the the counter argument that you know that you uh, that i've heard that um is well, the, the reason, uh, the reason why these black officers are targeting minorities is because they're being trained to do so, right? Right. So, police, whether you're, doesn't, you know, regardless of your ethnicity, if you're a police officer, you get trained, and not only get trained, but you you work in kind of this system that targets minority communities yes you see those communities as kind of the uh, places with higher crime rate and um and so so those places those individuals are kind of targeted um and so this means that you you know even minority officers even black officers will be trained to target other black individuals yes and so um and it's often what people will continue to point to and say, this is ongoing systemic racism, yes. right? The, the training and the, um, this environment of targeting minorities um, uh, because of crime and crime rate um, is, a, is an example of that. This uh, is why you need to tear the whole system down, is what, what mm, they would say. The whole
0: system right. needs to be transformed, right. Um, because it doesn't matter if you try to diversify, as long as the system is set up in a way to where you are training them mm-hmm. to target minorities, then
1: it's going to continue to be right sy- systemic racism, right? So that leads to is that who's right, Kenny? Right? I, I mean, which which group is right here? Yeah. So first of all, I would
0: say that if you are if you hear about this case and your first response is to run to either conclusion, mm. then you are wrong. Mm. No mm. matter which conclusion you draw, whether it's an individual responsibility or a systemic racism, mm-hmm. you are wrong in drawing those conclusions first. Because mm. the first conclusion you should draw is that an innocent person... Yeah. Died right at the hands of police officers. Right, and so your your first thing is to mourn. Yeah, is to sympathize with the family. Is to is to mourn with those who mourn. Yeah, and so that that should be your first conclusion. Not to try to score points for your side. Mm. It's Ooh. to it's to really. But
1: that's it's, the whole point of
0: social media. That's the whole it's point of social media, right? Points. We got to have yeah, these hot takes Hot
1: takes to score <laughs> right. points. So mm. right
0: now, people are like, "What's Tyree Nichols?" When a month, you know, two months yeah, ago, this is too, everything yeah, everybody was mm-hmm. was talking about. So, right. so yeah, our our first thing is to 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 try to score some points, and that's mm. wrong. But mm. you know, getting back to you know the the question about you know corrupt black officers,
1: yeah,
0: I would say that. There's truth in both sides. Right. right. So yeah. our focus shouldn't necessarily always be on the system hmm. because there is individual responsibility to each officer. Right. Uh, we can't blame everything on the system because no matter if you had the most glorious training in the world, to where you were were trained to care about every individual, no matter their color, no matter their race, no matter no matter if you had the greatest inclusivity, mm. um, diversity training, training yes. mm-hmm. on the face of the earth, there can be an individual who rejects all that training right. and goes out and do something that is outside. Um, of what they were trained to do, right? Yeah. And we, we see this in other aspects of our society. So we see this in families. Mm-hmm. Like you can be trained, you can have the same exact parents mm-hmm. in the household. Like there's one kid who will reject our multiple kids right. who will reject everything that they were raised upon and do the opposite of what they're, and you got the same kids in the same household and and some do one thing and others do another thing. Right. So we cannot say that is always the system. There is individual um, responsibility when it comes to um, the police officers. Right. At the same time though. Yeah. Like, I mean, there is a systemic element when, when you see um, the video of, of the Tyree Nichols case. And you see that there are multiple officers around. There's EMTs around at one yeah. point. Fire, fire, firefighters. Right. And nobody intervenes. Like they mm-hmm. see this is going down. They see that somebody is about to lose their lives, and it's the job of the EMTs right. at the you know it's the job of the police officers, but especially of the EMTs to to intervene so this this person can live right that's why and, they're there right they're there to keep the guy alive well, you're gonna keep this guy alive right mm-hmm. and nobody intervenes so it's this i really think i'm gonna interrupt you. <laughs> right I, I really
1: think that's I, I you know i just really struggle with that aspect of the videos yes so many of the videos that have come out you know and and and, and I get, I mean, I in one sense, I at least understand the idea of getting worked up in a moment. Right. You, you, you know, you, you see red, you know, you're, uh, you think this person is a threat. You think they're going to pull a gun. What, you know, I, I get those. I mean, I can at least understand the reasonableness. I don't know how reasonable that is, but, right. but, but there is, I can see that. What I don't understand is the people who are standing around. Yeah. Seemingly calm, not, not causing violence. I mean, not in the middle of a fight, not right. punching, not hitting. Why don't they, I, I I honestly, I struggle to understand Yeah, what's happening there. It seems like there's this, this um, odd,
0: distorted benefit of the doubt that's going on where they, they mm-hmm. obviously must be doing, they obviously are justified in doing what they're right. doing. Right. Right. And I believe that, you know, we, some, that has to change in some sense, right? To where this idea right. that. Something's wrong is happening, but we immediately jump to the idea that these people are justified in in what they're doing. So, I mean, that that systemic element of nobody intervening. But there is also a systemic element in the the reality that there's just a higher police presence in minority communities. Right. I mean, that that is there's evidence of that. Mm -hmm. However, the police would say that it's because there is a higher crime rate in
1: those those communities.
0: Mm hmm. And so they would justify the higher presence with the higher crime rate, but the, but the systemic issue comes back when it when we say why is there a higher crime rate? Right. Why is there a higher crime rate in these communities? And then you go back to the history mm-hmm. of systemic racism in this country that leads to higher poverty, which leads to um, higher rates of being underserved in these communities, and crime always follows those things. Crime always follows um, higher rates of poverty, mm-hmm. lower levels of education, mm-hmm. um, um, higher levels of incarceration when it comes yep. to, uh, and so crime always follows those things, and then you know, when crime comes, then the police come as the sword, Yeah, and then from that you have a, a just a regular pattern of higher police presence. Right. So in this situation, what you're dealing with is these five officers were a part of this group in Memphis called the Scorpion kind of task force. And and this group was formed to deal with the higher rates of crime in the minority communities in Memphis. And mm. and just to go back a little bit, the the police chief in Memphis is an African American woman. Mm-hmm. who was once the police chief in, I think, Charlotte, North Carolina, someplace mm-hmm. on, on the East Coast. And she formed these, this team where she was from. And she came to Memphis and formed this team to deal with um, the higher rates of crime in, in these neighborhoods. And she saw success in those things uh, where she was from. And she came and implemented this in Memphis and and was seeing some sort of success. And and so the first thing that happened was is that people in the neighborhood were saying this group needs to be disbanded. This police, this group of uh, specialized police need to be demanded, mm-hmm. disbanded. And she rejected that at first. She said, no, we're not going to do that. But after a while, she said, we're going to disband it. Okay. And so we have to somehow look at the, the systemic issues that bring about this high rate of crime and the systemic way that this high rate of crime is is dealt with mm. and say – what is a better way for us to 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 kind of deal with this these situations yeah and so there's there's truth to kind of both
1: right right both both sides but
0: i would say don't run to either one mm-hmm. to try to score points when something like this happens let's yeah. let's look beyond that first of all let's look at the, the the humanity of it that somebody lost their lives but then at the mm-hmm. same at, at another thing let's look at some some other solutions that's right. not necessarily just parroting <laughs> our right. mm-hmm. viewpoints that we want to hold to. So, brother, what are some of those solutions that yeah. that we want to try to think through uh, yeah. in regards to this?
1: I mean, I think one, I mean, you have to um, at least focus on emotional, the emotional aspects of the job of a police officer. Yes. Right. And, that, and, and, and we assume that that's happening, at least some, you know, during, uh, yeah. during training and, and, and after um, officers are on the job. Um, but that, that is something that, you know, has to be, maybe needs more consideration, needs to be looked at even more. Um, you know, e- even the issues of okay, you've been on the job for five years. Maybe the maybe the job is not what you thought it was supposed to be. Maybe you've grown cynical. Maybe yes. you've even grown cynical towards a particular neighborhood, right? Uh, or a particular look of a person because they're from that neighborhood. I mean, that kind of thing. And so, obviously, we're doing all that train. You know, we're doing trainings and different things like that. And 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 there needs to be some of that. And there needs to be, I think, with with officers. You know the the hard thing is that um, there is an emotional aspect to what they are having to do. Yes, um, there is a. I mean, there even is a violent right. If you if you have to restrain a criminal, um, if you have to handcuff somebody who's resisting arrest, I mean, like that. Those are those are if you have to shoot. You know, if you have to. I mean, those are those are violent actions, and so Ooh, all of that yes. is going to lead <laughs> any normal person to some. Kind of odd places emotionally. Right. Right. And so just thinking through that, I mean, obviously, I, I'm ignorant of of all the police training and, and what what all is going into that. But it just it just seems from the videos that we're seeing, we've got to rethink some of it. Like
0: if, these things are escalating kind of fast. Right. In, in, in some, and some and 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 sometimes I mean, sometimes they may need to escalate, especially when an officer's life is in danger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But in this Tyree Nichols situation, there is no evidence whatsoever that there the officers' lives were Endangered. in danger. Mm-hmm. There was no evidence even of any crime that he committed. What right. I mean, there's nothing that's come out that said he did X, Y, and Z. Right. Um, but there there's been some inconsistencies in the stories that the office told to try to justify their actions. Right. And so. Like we have to figure out why are these situations escalating so quickly? Like, right. is there something going on in the officers' lives? Is there, mm-hmm. is there some sort of bent that these officers have coming in that we're missing? Mm-hmm. Um, is it that they have become cynical in mm-hmm. in, in the job? And and here's the <laughs> here's the thing: is that um, they're not robots, right? That's they are right. humans. That's right. And so if they continue to encounter certain crimes, certain behavior, certain individuals, then there there is a likelihood that they can become cynical. Mm. I mean, any of us in those situations may have the tendency, the temptation to become cynical if you're dealing with those situations. But how do you counter that? You can't just say, oh, well, they're cynical. Right, right. Uh, we expected that. Like, no, you yeah. have to to figure out a way to to counter that with some sort of um, emotional help, some psychological checkups to make sure that you're not mm-hmm. continuing to put them, expose them to these things, um, and they just um, you know act out on those yeah. in a negative way.
1: And I think in the you know we were talking earlier about you know just my struggle with understanding what's happening with the people who are standing around the yeah. other offices or the other i i think there and i'm i'm assuming there is i don't know but um like there there really needs to be a a process of handing 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 authority off yes so like I've talked about this like as a pastor you know in business meetings. You know, I've been in, I know it's hard to believe, Kenny, but I've been in business <laughs> meetings that got a little emotional, right? right. <laughs> and and I was emotional, and the people I'm talking to emotional. And I remember thinking, I, you know, I'm, I'm up here, I'm trying to lead this meeting, I'm trying to talk. What I need is five minutes to just sit down yes. and think through what they've said, think through what I need to say, think through what the Bible says. Right. I just need a minute to just calm down for a second and try to... And um, and one of the beauties is having you know of having a plurality of pastors yeah. is that we can do that, right? right? If I'm if I'm in a business meeting and 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 Kenny sees that I'm getting crazy or <laughs> getting emotional, he can come up there and say, "Hey, William, let me uh, you know, let me talk for a while," or what, you know, let me yeah. tag in. And um, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know if that's just a silly no, that's idea, a, but
0: that actually brings out an aspect of this the Tyree Nicholson you know murder that I didn't actually bring up before. Is that there wasn't a supervisor on the scene. Mm. Like normally in those situations there's a supervisor on the scene, but the chief of police in Memphis was saying that the reason why there's not a, there wasn't a supervisor with this group is mm. because they're short staffed. Mm. Like they didn't yeah. they didn't right. have they like those positions haven't been filled. And so if if a supervisor is on the scene, then maybe this doesn't escalate to the point where right um, somebody who's you know more seasoned is able to right. deal with this situation differently yeah. and so that 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 is a good point to where if you're able to have someone else in authority in the situations where you're getting right. emotional you're getting worked up mm-hmm. to where the situation doesn't escalate to the point where somebody loses their lives, right? And so there's again, that is no way, shape, or form justify their actions. I, I don't not. have a supervisor no, no, on no. the scene, no, or no, 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 or right, right. Where we I just want y'all to hear that that we're in that no in no way trying to justify their actions. We're just saying that these things happen, right? Like they happen. This is a reality of the job, and so you need to some sometimes have someone on the scene who who's Right, cooler heads
1: can yeah. prevail. Well, you know, and we brought up the the EMTs, right? I mean, I mean, I'm assuming probably what they're thinking is, is it's not my job to intervene. No, I mean, it's the police, yeah. right? That's yeah. the police's job. You nobody, but but even there, you have to think, okay, if just somebody walks up on the scene, is it, you know, do do they have the authority to say, hey, this is this is out of control, like, right? Like this is escalated too far, yes. you know? And um, I mean, us watching the video at home we're thinking, what is happening? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I'm like, so I'm just thinking, surely they're thinking that too, you know? I mean, yeah. surely they're in, even in the moment. And so, yeah, just trying to figure out what is the best way to handle those situations, what, it, you know, because you're right, they're not robots, they are, there is this emotional side of the job. And right. so trying to figure out how do we work through that, how do we, um, you know, and, and I think, I, you know, I mean, I... Them, those that lost their jobs. I mean, there is a warning there. Hey, look, if you if you walk up on situations like this and don't and don't intervene, there will be consequences for you. Yeah, you know, and right. I think that's I think that's good. It's hard for the individuals, but I think that's you know we've got to, if we're gonna if we're gonna actually start addressing some of these issues, we're gonna have to you know do some of the gonna have to have consequences. You know, so yeah. what else would you say there? For yeah, I, I would
0: solutions? say along the lines of. You know, making sure that officers haven't gotten cynical or, mm-hmm. or um quick to anger or mm-hmm. just um, have a certain bent that would lead to violence. I I want to say this especially about minority officers because mm-hmm. I can kind of, and I'm not an officer in any respect, but just just understanding how they are viewed in yeah. the minority neighborhood, right? Is that uh, oftentimes, especially in the African-American neighborhood, if a, if a black if a black person becomes an officer, they can uh, at a lot of times be viewed as sellouts. Right. And I would say we have we have to stop that. Yes, <laughs> like we absolutely. have to stop that view of mine, because one of the solutions that we always come up with with um, ch- trying to fix the system. It's diversifying. Yeah, I mean right. that's. I mean this is why you have that's, a black female will help it. Yeah. in as mm-hmm. a chief of police. Like put them in positions of authority. Right. Um, diversify. But if you're if we are diversifying and we're still viewing them as sellouts, that's not helping them, right? right. Yeah. Like, uh, because if they are coming into, if they're coming into this system with the idea that the system needs to be changed. Then they're going to receive pushback on that end. But mm-hmm. if they're coming into, then they're coming into the neighborhood and they're receiving pushback on that, who's supporting them? Right. It's lose lose. Like, a lose-lose. like it's a yeah. lose lose for them. They've mm-hmm. been viewed poorly. Uh, they're being trained in a way. If we're going to go with the systemic element, they're being trained in a way to where they're targeting this neighborhood. Mm-hmm. That's going to lead to higher levels of cynicism and anger. Again not in any way justifying these individuals who killed Tyree Nichols right. whatsoever. But I understand as somebody who's in the neighborhood, that, who was raised in the hood, that I have a higher level of attachment to the hood than someone who was not raised in the hood. Yeah. So when I see something wrong, my level of anger, my level of emotion... Mm-hmm. Is higher.
1: Right. You're, than, pers- you're
0: personally invested. I'm personally invested in yeah. the hood than, 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 than anyone else who, who was born outside of the hood. Right. And so as a minority officer, I know that when they see somebody um, selling drugs, mm-hmm. when they see someone... Um, Doing violence in the hood, and they right. seen gang activity. Their level of investment in the hood is different than that white officer who's right. not from the hood. Right, and so we have to figure out a way to to better support them, and and to to realize that they are that they are dealing with a whole bunch of things that other officers may not be dealing with, and if they are being rejected in both places, yeah, <laughs> like. Like, stuff. what do we expect mm-hmm. is going to going to happen? They're going to crash and burn, mm-hmm. or they're going to act out on their cynicism and, and anger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we have to find a better way to to support them. Yeah. Uh, what about churches, brother? What can we do as the believers in Christ?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I think you know, obviously, one thing we we need to be doing. You know, Kenny's faithful to do this. We pray for our officers every every Sunday. Pray yeah. for our leaders and our community, and, and we need to do that. You know, and. We need to intercede for those that are faithful and serving well and, you know, that they will continue to do that. And we need to pray for those that those that are struggling, right? yeah. Those who are uh, perhaps, uh, perhaps uh, corrupt. I mean, we need to pray that the system will catch them or that uh, someone will confront them or, you know, I mean, we, we just need to be in prayer, I think, um, yeah. for uh, all of our officers. And then I, I think also we need to help try and this is something we've tried to do you know here uh, with our chief of police is to try to help facilitate the relationship between officers and the community yes the church can kind of be a neutral place for that right yes. so hopefully the community will trust the church and the officers can trust the church and so if the if the church can organize a meeting or or even if it's just a fun goofy event you know and uh, or if it's a town hall meeting to kind of come and have a discussion or whatever I think the church can kind of be an intermediary there, and and really try to help foster those relationships, so that the only time the community sees the officers are not after a crime, right? They're actually seeing them in other other situations that are good and positive, and yes. so um, they can build that trust. And um, I think I think churches can. Uh, help facilitate that. Would you, what would you add to that?
0: Yeah, I would say, you know, our chief and go, we did a, actually interview with chief. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it was season two, beginning of season two. maybe. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So go back and listen to that and just hear our chief's heart. Right. And, I mean, if you, if you think that all police are corrupt and the system is corrupt, that interview right. would change your mind upon that. Right. Yeah. And so um, I like, just hear his heart. He really desires for there to be relationships between officers and the community. Right. That, You know, the officer's job is not just a job of, um, you know, bringing down a hammer on people, but it's 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 more upon finding proactive ways of Mm -hmm. keeping the peace in the community. So, yeah, crime um, prevention, yeah, crime Mm -hmm. prevention versus, you know, trying to solve crime or stop, you know, find Mm -hmm. the criminals at the after the fact. It's Mm -hmm. it's more prevention. So and those relationships can help and churches can figure out ways in which they can. They can be um, peacemakers. Blessed are the peacemakers, right? Yeah, that's right. So let's let's figure out ways to do that. But you know, the last thing I would say for, especially for believers, is to avoid those extremes. Yeah, (laughs) like we 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 should know better better than to believe that one the whole system is corrupt, or two Mm -hmm. the whole system is fine. Yeah, because here's the thing: we we know that there are policemen. Police officers who are believers in Christ, mm-hmm. and so when you say the whole system is corrupt, that's right, you are throwing some brothers and sisters in Christ under the bus, right? But we also know that yeah. the police, the the public safety system, is mm-hmm. made of of individuals who are depraved, that's right, yeah. who are sinners, mm-hmm. and so to say the whole system is fine is also wrong, right? And, yeah. and so we have to avoid those extremes. Look at the mm-hmm. Word of God. Um, look at look at our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and mm-hmm. and follow Him. Like yeah, don't right. don't fall for the trap of of following the way in, in which the world tries to divide. But but yes. hold firm to to what the Word of God says and and what the truth in Jesus is.
1: Good deal. Yeah, yeah that's good. All right. Well, let's uh let's have our crazy question for yes. today related <laughs> to. Cr- controlling crime yes so what is our what is our crazy question kenny
0: our crazy question for today is we're going to find what is your one radical solution
1: for dealing with crime right so I'm, i've watched a lot of sci-fi you know yes. um because i think it's fun and yes. interesting and there was several and several several of these I'm, i don't i won't point to an individual but several of these like the solution is all of the criminals are taken off planet. Yes, right. So like some of them, like they find an inhabitable planet somewhere in the solar system, and they just they just ship all the criminals, you right. know, particularly the hardened ones, right? The yes. murderers, you know, ship all the criminals to there, or you put them in space on some big huge spaceship, right? And you just fly them around, and they just they have to stay right off planet. So you know, it seemed incredibly effective in all of the shows that I've watched it. <laughs> that's not true at all. but yes. that would be my one radical solution yes let's just let's just do off planet right so let's what, do that i don't think that would work at all but what what's your what's your radical solution so for... so mine is kind of um sci-fi silly type stuff but
0: um you know they they always try to figure out like what part of the brain does different things oh, Right, no. what part of the brain calls you to do different things so let's just go in and take out that part of the brain. Take it out. <laughs> right. Let's figure out right. like how wait, to wait. take out that part of the brain. We're going to try
1: to heal depravity with surgery. Uh, Is yes. that what's happening All right. here? All right, eject some sort this, of serum. This into seems people. very non pastoral. That's oh, a non pastoral answer. Right, right. not pastoral, but theological. You know, we're
0: going to we're gonna try to figure this out.
1: Okay. Another solution would yes. be
0: superheroes yes right? now that As is a know, viable that right. is a real so that's we not even create that crazy superheroes yes that's yes because mm-hmm. you know when when superheroes are on the scene the criminals you know they they kind of go underground they, they, right because superheroes are going right. to cut all that stuff out right mm-hmm. yes we take the superheroes mean. away like every time they mm-hmm. try to take the superhero mm-hmm. away say we don't need the superhero the crime always yep. spikes mm-hmm. in the movies yep. right so somebody but like just, Hancock maybe mm-hmm. you know you saw the movie Hancock they tried to put Hancock in prison. The yep. crime went back that up. Went back crazy. He got back out, shut yep. it down. Yep. Right. So yep. we need superheroes. Figure out some sort of serum. Start with me. I'll be a test yes. subject. And um, yes. if you can make me a superhero.
1: You'll be Captain America.
0: Yes. <laughs> Captain America. Yes. Come on. That Give me the shield. Word. And yes. uh, That wouldn't be
1: controversial at all, having no. a black
0: Captain America.
1: Well, I <laughs> I'm I'm a little behind on my whole Marvel. What's happening currently in the universe? But I think there is a Black Captain America. Yes, it's very right? controversial the idea yes. that Captain America is Black. Yes. Like we get
0: mad about all the dumb stuff, right? Oh man, yeah, that's
1: good. That's good. Black Panther, right? Black Panther. Get, yeah. We need, be... What we need to to do is to discover what's the stuff in Wakanda that makes everybody. Um, well, they they uh, got the plant, right? The yeah. plant is to
0: what kind of creates yes the Black Panther, but then yeah. you got the um. Vibranium. 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 Yes, we the just vibranium. Need that. Find some vibranium. In we'll, in the crime. Yeah, we're gonna find a way to oh, prim- boy. mess that up because yep. of our depravity. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes. That's that's strange.
0: But yes, uh yeah. Send us your solutions and um mm. we'll get it all
1: implemented <laughs> 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 and hey. figure out all this stuff. All right. Thanks for uh thanks for listening to us this week and uh we'll catch up with you next week. God bless you. Thanks so much for listening to the Diversity and Fellowship podcast. If you want to join the discussion, please send us your questions and your comments to diversityinfellowship at gmail.com. That's fellowship at gmail.com. We would love to hear
0: from you. Until next time, keep laboring by God's grace to be a faithful display of how the power of the gospel unites us in Christ.